You yeah. sold the guitar that your mom gave you to make the devil's music. Exactly. <laughs> I kind of wonder, like, was that just like a flash in the pan and this stuff happened every time, everywhere, or was it just, uh, you know, because I know a lot of people that went to shows and some of the people that played in bands only then and never again, and um, they all hold it dear like we held it dear and yeah, it was very working class yeah and very artistically repressive but you know sometimes under those conditions you know you get diamonds Man, we were the coolest kids in the nerdiest school in all of st louis <laughs> sometimes boy i up and get mad i think me personally, if we had to label our music, I'd just call it authentic. I, I felt like that's all we did back then. All we did back then was play music, go to shows. Go to shows. You know, even yeah. if we weren't playing the shows, we were going to shows. But I think as far as the early aughts being a flourishing moment, I definitely think so. That was like the beginning of when people were in like multiple bands and really pushing their limits as to their craft and what they want to do and what they want to hear and create. I think that was the beginning of like the explosion of sound, quite honestly. It was even before like MySpace or Friendster, but it was when people were like bolding things or putting periods between words to like mm -hmm. try and have some amount of design on mm -hmm. their pages. But going to a DIY show with quote unquote local bands. Catch chords and pedals. time you see the conformist and scarecrow radio um yeah it just like put this crazy electric kind of shock <laughs> into my system it was brutal we definitely got booed a lot um, Damn. yeah shit thrown at us on occasion <laughs> Oh wait, I want to play the weirdest music in the world and I love I love it. So Season 2 premiering in 2 weeks. <laughs>